0: Welcome to Believing the Bible with Scott Lane and Terry Reed of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association with a message of hope in today's troubled world based on biblical truths. We hope that today's program is enlightening and inspirational.
1: Grandpa, grandpa, guess what? My teacher said that I have to choose a bathroom each day.
0: Is that a fact? Did you ask your teacher why that is?
1: Oh, Grandpa, it's awful. She just said we have to choose before we go. She said I have to decide if I feel like a boy or a girl. And then I go to the right bathroom. What do I do?
0: I'm so sorry you're forced into that kind of a decision. This shows just how far God has been forced out of your school. Too many educators and politicians have fallen for the lies of evolution written in so many science books that they have put their own sexual identities up for debate. So be careful about trusting everything you read in science books. But the book I do trust is the Bible, the Word of God, which has never been proven wrong. And you know what God's Word said about this subject in the book of Genesis?
1: You mean about creation?
0: That's right. Would you read it for
1: me? In Genesis 1, verse 27, it says, So God created man in his own image. In image of God he created him. Male and female he created them. It is that what you're talking about?
0: It sure is. When God created the world, it was perfect. Because when he finished creating, he called it very good. And there was no confusion about whether you were a boy or a girl. But when Adam and Eve sinned by wanting to become like God, that sin cursed the entire universe.
1: So are people still trying to become like God?
0: Most definitely. Every time we sin, we are telling God that we want to take His place and do things our way instead of His. And so many people have become confused as to just who they are. And they are trying to force that confusion on everyone else.
1: Are there people who honestly don't know who they are?
0: I'm sure there are. Like I said, we're living in a cursed universe. But even under that curse, God wants us to show that we love Him by doing what is right, even when we're forced to choose what bathroom we use. And that's a fact.
2: For more information, go to SABSA.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A dot Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams, all directors with the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. Your skit well made the point that in Genesis, in the creation, God set them up as male and female. One of the lies we hear from people who either don't know the Bible or don't care what's in the Bible is they state that Jesus never even commented on this subject, and he did. He requoted that scripture that you talked about, Do You Not Know? That in the beginning, God made them male and female. So it's really a lie to say Jesus never talked on the subject. The whole Bible is clear on this subject. My dad has a comment on this transgender issue that really expresses what I believe. We have lost our minds. (laughs) I never in my existence thought that we would have this discussion. Terry, what am I missing?
3: What do you expect? You know they uh, they say two dudes can be married. I mean, th- this is naturally going to follow. <laughs> two neutrals. <laughs> I wrote an article on my blog WhyShouldYouBelieve.com. dot uh, com. It was um, June nineteenth, two thousand and fifteen, for the date, and the title of the article is "Make the Connections." And do you remember Rachel Dolezal? No. No, she was the. Um, the head of the NAACP, the president of the NAACP... Oh, now I remember. Yeah, because she, she was forced to resign because she was trying to be a black person or present herself as a black person when she really was not, quote, black, unquote. And the point I make in that article is it is a lot less of a stretch to say that Rachel Dolezal was black than for a man to say he is a woman. As we have talked about before on this show, there really isn't any difference racially between people. We're all one race, we're all descendants of Noah and his wife. So we're all part of the same human family. There's really only one race, that's the the biblical perspective. But, but as was read in the script, there is a difference between male and female. So, so it's funny because people get all bent out of shape that, that this woman presents herself as a, a black woman. They say, you're not really black, but, but they, they're cool with a man trying to pass himself off as a woman, which is really ridiculous. And, and, and so that's why I say make the connections. Be consistent with your thinking.
2: Carl, medically, what kind of problems can people run into when they take hormones, try to artificially change themselves from one sex to another?
4: Well, the I, I don't want to go into much detail about the mutilation that's involved in trying to physically look like the opposite gender. Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> but it is mutilation. And then hormones have to be added to also add to the disguise, if you will, taking someone with an XY set of chromosomes, in other words born a male, and try to make that person to to look like a female, that person has to take hormones to try to add to their disguise, if you will, or change their appearance. And for a male to take Female hormones, it dramatically increases their risks for many diseases, including high blood pressure, uh, including um, uh, blood clots. They're much, much more likely to have uh, blood clots. It uh, raises or it changes their lipid metabolism, their cholesterol ratio, if you will. So it it puts them at risk for a number of different things hormonally. And it also makes it uh, very confusing as to how physicians should treat them. Are they a male or a female? Do we have to screen them for both male and female diseases? Uh, should we stop screening for one and just screen for the other? It, it makes for a lot of confusion.
2: I'm, I'm confused from the start with all this. You're listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reid and Dr. Carl Williams. For more information, go to sabsa.org. That is is s-a-b-b-s-a.org. Today we're talking about choose a bathroom or the transgender issue. Tangential to all this is the idea of the nuclear two-parent family, because if you can choose to be one or the other, then it is not necessary that you be one or the other. The Bible says that you were made male and female. We have tons of studies that show that if you are in a single-parent environment, that it is a great challenge for you to be brought up in this positive environment as in a nuclear family with two parents. There is something about the role modeling of having both a positive male and a positive female. Now notice I say a positive male and a positive female because you can have dysfunctional two-parent families. (laughs) You can have extremely dysfunctional two-parent families. But it is best done when the biblical model is there.
4: That is correct. I mean, the study after study reveals that uh, the mother and father who are married and raise families have better outcomes for their children than families that are single parent or are uh, uh, same-sex. And, of course, the information on transgender is probably not new enough to, or it's too new to, uh, to make conclusions, but how could it possibly be better than what has already been studied?
2: Now, I'm wondering if there's any data on, the, there's a huge increase, single-parent families, uh, single-parent parenting that's going on in America today. This comes from a larger divorce rate. It comes from a huge amount of Hollywood has now changed us to where people are shacking up, getting together, doing family, and the, but never marrying, never getting together. People having, by design, having babies on their own, mm-hmm. never wanting to marry, etc. I'm wondering if those kind of single-sex parenting environments are affecting these kind of transgender issues because they don't see two models in the home. I don't know that. I don't know either. Yeah. Terry, what are your thoughts on all this?
3: Well, it's my understanding, I'm not a geneticist, I'm not brilliant on these things, but it's my understanding that a male has one X and one, one Y chromosome, and a female has two X chromosomes. So my question to Dr. Carl is, if you get surgery and have some hormone treatments, does that change your chromosomes? It
4: absolutely does not.
3: So, so, you're not really, so a man doesn't really become a woman. He becomes a man who's had surgery and takes hormones. There's a word for it, or
4: two words, a genotype. In other words, you're mm-hmm. genotypically male if you have an X and a Y. But you can phenotypically, in other words, make yourself look like a female, if even if you're a male. That is what we're talking about with transgender, is a phenotypic male or female change, changing the external without changing the internal. And that kind of leads me into what Christians should uh, take away from this. It's not what our external appearance is that saves us by any stretch of the imagination. It is our internal and our internal sin nature can only be fixed by God, by Jesus. So if we don't accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, then no matter what we look like on the outside, no matter how well we act on the outside, we are doomed. So I think that that is kind of the bottom line for this discussion, is that if we do not make the internal changes to cover our internal sin nature, our genotypic fallen nature, then we need to make that change by the covering of by Jesus' blood.
2: I think there's two points in conclusion on this. One is that this is the end result of us being in a culture where we think we can choose everything, where it's all a commodity. We can push a button and get whatever we need to the point now that we think we can even choose how we're designed. But our DNA says a whole different thing about that. A second thing is, and I go back to my dad, I think we have totally lost our minds. (laughs) This should not be a discussion, but it is only a discussion because we have abandoned the tenets of Western civilization, which was the Bible
5: And for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salswell, thanks for listening, and we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible.